What's your story? This is Boo Winners, and this is my story. First nigga to do an interview in the back of the back. Let's go. So, it it's safe to say that we call you, I'm the Midback Boo now. Midback Boo it is, baby. So, hey, so let's bring it back. Like, tell everyone, I'm like, where you from? From New Orleans East, baby. East side, 7012 East. So, growing up, did you have any, I'm like, background in, like, you know, I'm actually becoming one, I'm an entrepreneur? Of course we did. We was, uh, you know what we was doing. Getting all them bottles and um, everywhere. I was selling TVs and shit, so I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. TVs, microwaves, Home Depot. <laughs> I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. Hey, I was talking about, like, young boo, like, you know, from school and all. I was selling candy. I'm selling candy like Chase doing right now, man. I'm selling candy at school. Um, and then, after we made the candy money, you know, graduate to something else, and then to something else. Then, something else, huh? <laughs> you know. <laughs> gotcha. So, how did you actually come up? I'm like, with the name, I'm like, Boop. Um, well, my grandmother gave me that name, man. I'm, um, she gave me that shit when we was young. Everybody from around the way, boo, boo, boo. Fuck, she stuck with me. We roll with it from there. Okay. So let's bring it back. Like, what year did you actually decide to become one? For like, party promote? Um, I'm saying like in 1998. We was on some shit, man. We knew a lot of people. Nigga played ball and shit. So, after one event, I was like, fuck it, man. I'm going to have a party. I'm going to make some money off these people. I know it was going to come. Everybody liked the party. We just jumped in it. You know what I'm saying? And it just... Shit, shit just went up from there. Right. So, so like actually, far as your, like far as your, I'm acknowledged. I'm like, what was your, I'm like biggest party? Um, shit, man, you know, all along was big. We did that shit for fucking five, six years straight. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I think um, who jumped me off the porch was Leo with that Kevin Hart. I ain't gonna say that, but what's up, Leo? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But I got a, I got a story I want to ask you. Hit me. So, you know, the first party I saw you really go viral before it was a viral thing is when you say Jay-Z and it was going to be at a party. So, like, what made you do that? Shit, we was going to get the hype about it. You know, I, I, I seen the, um, the movie Jenkins Promoters. I said, man, let me pull this shit off. We had Jay-Z, Trey Songz. We put Jeezy on the flyer. And that bitch hit. Surprise dance who the fuck I was. And so what the people said after y'all did the border, like, it was people asking for they, I'm like, refunding all that? Man, look, they were so lit now. Again, passing out all them bottles. Ain't nobody gonna say nothing when they having fun. Now, if it would've flopped, everybody would've wanted their money back. But it didn't flop, so it was a lit situation. <laughs> would you think you ever try that again? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. So tell the world, I'm like, what is one average day like for you? Shit, um... Besides all this Hollywood shit, I got on some rubber boots, a dirty t-shirt, playing with my fucking dolls all day, man. Playing with my kids. I ain't Hollywood shit for the birds. I just like to do it because that's what we got to do. Fucking with baby. Baby taught us this shit. But other than that, I really like to chill, man. I like to fuck with my kids and my family. I don't Shit ain't really nothing. Gotcha. So, you know, 
So, like, like while being one promoter, I'm like, what was the first, I'm like, business that you actually, I'm like, started? I had a daycare center. I used to teach kids, man. I was trying everything. I'm lying. Before that, right before um, I came from college, I had a, um, a barber shop. Me, Toy, and 11 stylists. So I was always just trying shit. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was out there. I ain't, ain't want to go work for nobody. Roll the dice. If I hit, I hit. If I fail, I fail. Most of the time, I hit. Gotcha. So, you know, around 2017, 18, if you start with, like, the Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. And so how did that, I'm like, work out for you? And, like, who, like, introduced you, I'm like, to doing it? Well, I picked the game up from Atlanta. So I seen them boys doing I bought the shit down here. I hollered at you and Sean. Nobody didn't know we had 50 Airbnbs a piece. <laughs> They were sleeping and we was getting money, you know what I'm saying? So fuck, I take the game from whatever I see, bring it down here, and fuck. The shit went to boom until we made it hot and then went to ratting on us. We got us evicted. <laughs> <laughs> so after that being bees, we just start dealing with the with the, my school buses. Yup, yup. Shout out to my nigga Mark, man. Mark. That's how did that go about? Yeah, that shit was lit, man. It was time to find some more money. Shit. Mark told me to go get a CDL. I went and got a CDL in one day. Went, failed the test four times and passed it on the fifth. Got my CDL, Mark put me on with the bus. Man, shout out to my nigga Mark Hammond, man. Forever, forever grateful for that dude. Man. He turned me up on the cool. Well, yeah. turned me up even more than what I needed to be legally. You know what I'm saying? Man, we had trial and error with everything. But I got a cold-blooded poker face, so even if I lost, nobody gonna know when I'm losing. Cause I'm gonna just fucking smile it out. Dying in the inside, but I'm just smiling out. So it was a lot of trial and error. And, um, fuck, I just, I got the game just to keep on going, bro. Like, ain't no, ain't no stopping. That's what I know. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, ain't no giving up. So, so basically, every day, you got to hustle to make it happen. Well, we ain't got to hustle the most. <laughs> Shout out to Big 1525, you know what I mean? That shit, that's something different, you know what I mean? Shout out to my partner Savage. I know this ain't this interview ain't about you, Savage, but I gotta throw you in it. And I'ma pop this bitch in the back for you. You know what I'm saying? That nigga Savage is a fucking brain, bro. You know? So when you get a nigga like that, you put a hustler with a hustler, like Jesus said, you gonna come up with a money bag. So ain't no more hard hustling. Now we legal like a regal. And we sitting in the back and we cool. That's what we doing now. <laughs> so like, you know, at a place, I'm like 1525. I'm like, how did that I'm like come about? Man, to be honest, we had just sold this house. And I said, Lord, we need some legal money to keep on rolling, bro. We don't wanna do nothing crazy. We don't want do nothing that's gonna land us in jail or get us fucked up. So we got a plan. So man Savage was already talking to um to Billy about the spot, so I'm telling Savage, man, get the spot. Savage like, man, I don't really wanna do that shit, Boosie. I'm begging, I'm like, come on, cuz, we need this, cause if we get this, I'm knowing it's over with, cause I know he, he the West Bank landlord and everybody fuck with him. So I'm knowing if we do that, it was gonna take off. And just so happened, it just took off. Straight off. So did you think it was gonna take off? I mean, how fast it did? Yeah, we promoters, they fuck with us. They know if anything else, we'll give them a good party, we'll give them a good vibe. I like to turn up Savage 100% more business side. And, you know, he turned up sometime, but fuck. It really be on some wild out shit. For me, I like to have fun, I like to turn people up. 
But you know, I pass out a hundred drinks and don't make a dollar. I don't give a fuck. As long as you had a good time, I know one thing. You coming back. That's how I look at it. So, like, you know, speaking on, like, having, you know, like a ball lounge approach. Like, y'all actually started doing something that, you know, no one in New Orleans ever did. Like, giving away free tacos. Giving away who could just, giving away just, just getting the people in there. So, like, I'm like, what was y'all, like, marketing plan? Once again, that go back to the brain. Savage. Savage is going to sit down and be like, look, basically, whatever Savage come up with, I'm rocking with that shit. Because if, 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 if I got to step in and do it my way, we might attract the people who who, who we don't want to attract. You know what I'm saying? Savage is going to keep that shit modern. We'll keep it all the, all the right people, business class people. You know what I'm saying? My hood people, they go dress up, they go know, or at least when we come across this river, fucking with JP, we gotta do right. <laughs> gotta move a little better, huh? <laughs> because they will lock you up. They will lock you up, you'll get a hundred for nothing. <laughs> Cause you know, I, I was outside when um, Ebby, you and B was talking, he said you wanted to bring Birdman in there. Birdman So, so Birdman was gonna bring, bring the streets and everybody. Man, I still want Birdman to come, man. <laughs> we learned every fucking thing from Birdman. Birdman got to see this shit. Man, Birdman got to see this shit in person, man. Shout out to Stunner, man. Fuck all that. Stunner, we need you at Big 15, baby. Pull up on me, man. I got to see you. Gotcha. So being, you know, a promoter, business owner, entrepreneur, everything like that, tell us what you enjoy most about it and tell us what you actually hate about it. What I enjoy is seeing all my people just have a good time and have fun you know what i'm saying i like to see when the women come in they dancing they smoking their hookahs they doing their little shit they little one two the little line dances and all that and just everybody having a good time and me and my partner just sitting in the back like damn fool we did this shit like we got we got their attention we we, we got these people you know what i'm saying so that's that's what really with my enjoyment coming at on it the shit that i don't like is fuck when niggas just don't come and won't follow the rules like you know what i'm saying like if, 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 if you go in copeland's you ain't rolling no weed up and nobody in copeland's got to tell you you can't smoke it here so we got a good situation going on and you fuck with me and you come to my spot and and, and, and we doing shit that's don't agree with what, what, what the club rules is that's what i don't like about it but i you know me i get over shit fast man i don't give a fuck about none of that shit really just just, 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 just respect what they got going on, cause I respect everybody. I respect what everybody got going on, and and I just want the same shit on my end. You know what I'm saying? I don't get out of line with nobody. I respect everybody, and and fuck. That's all I want. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no fucked up nigga. I like, I like, I like for shit just to go the right way. And if you give it to me the right way, fuck it. I'm gonna give it to you the right way. And that's and that's what it is. All right. Hey, so what's your advice to someone who watching this interview think about following? I'm like buying you on like footsteps. Man, look, whatever the fuck you do, don't give up. Whatever you do, don't change your program or whatever you're thinking in your mind. Even if the shit ain't popping off at first, just keep on going. Even if you lose, fuck it. Don't tell nobody you lost. So my goal is and, and how I rock, I don't tell nobody what I'm doing. So if I win, I win. If I lose, fuck it. You ain't gonna know what I lost. I'm gonna tell you I went anyway, like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So, so my advice gonna be: come up with your plan, stick to your plan, and fucking never give up. Cause if I could do it, anybody could do it. You know? I ain't played it down. All right. 
Speaking of what you just said, it's like, you know, I just posted something like that. They say, man, everyone has like a mentor or something like that. Hey, but your mentor don't actually tell you the real truth of, of the, you know, robbing and scamming mm -hmm. way up to becoming a millionaire. Mm -hmm. Like everybody got this good story, but hey, but people wonder why they couldn't make it that far. Shit. <laughs> you know, I did all that shit. I don't give a fuck what they talking about. Yeah, all that shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that was my story. And, and, and what I really enjoy out this shit is nobody can't say that shit no more. Like, yeah, man, nigga be scamming now. Yeah, man, we gonna fuck over you. Oh, nobody can't say none of that shit now. And they see me, they just gotta be like, either, what's up, nigga? Or look at this bitch ass, nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that, hey, that's what it is. You so, was actually ahead of your time. Because you told me something like 10 years ago <laughs> that was funny. He was like, when everybody's out there selling drugs, Boo was out there scamming. <laughs> I was out there scamming. I was out there. Like I told you in, in the, early in the video, I was selling TVs. I was selling. I was a TV man. Bitch, I go get you a third. Then I was really, I was, I was really scamming y'all twice because I was getting a TV for like one ninety nine and coming selling bitch to y'all for five hundred years. So I was, I was getting paid the long way. <laughs> if the will is a will, <laughs> you better fucking believe. You better fucking believe it, dog. Real right. talk. So you know, hey, but most people don't know. At a point in your career, you try to rap. Mm -hmm. And so how did that work out? Man, shout out to Lotto Piccolucci, T. At my nigga Nacho Soup. Um, shit, my rap career went kind of good. I put up. I, I was the only nigga to get all the street niggas who was out at that time to get on one album. And I wasn't no fucking rapper. I, I, I built me a studio on Tulane, got on some tracks, cause we had bought a computer from a nigga. We um, got on the tracks, and I just learned how to talk shit. I wasn't really rapping, I was just talking shit. So um, that shit was coming out good. So I decided to reach out to Lack. Yeah, <laughs> your fucking vault. Nigga, um, everybody who was out at the time, man, if I miss y'all niggas name, man, y'all know I fuck with y'all cause y'all was on the fucking album. And um, I had everybody on that bitch, man. Like, like, you can't just call fucking Lack to come outside to come get on a fucking song. How you gonna do that? I still can't get Lack to do an interview yet. <laughs> he think I'm trying to talk about some other shit. <laughs> he gonna do it. I'm gonna make that nigga up, man. Shout out to my nigga Lack, man. For real. So, you know, also at that time, you know, hey, but you had, hey, but Young Boo in like a yellow vet yeah. rapping as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, did you always put that in him? Like, you know, you're going to be a rapper? Install that in him? Man, listen. To that little nigga there, that's all I want him to do. Cause that's all he know how to do is rap. I don't want that nigga doing nothing else but rap. That's all, that's all he got to do. I got three more good years in this shit. So, after these three years up with me, shit, nigga, this is all your shit. So, I need you to shake back and understand what the fuck I'm telling you. You ain't got to do nothing. You ain't gonna do nothing, man. Just chill. Ball and chill. Rap. Rap, 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 rap. That's all I want you to do, man. That's it. To you, nigga. Gotcha. So, tell us if you could change anything of your life. I'm like, what do you think if you would change and also why? If I could change anything in my life, I'd change. Janelle, I change Big Chop, and I change Spit. Because 
That was the niggas who I uh, woke up every day and called, and we chopped it up, and them niggas gone. Them niggas went out. Them niggas went out early. You know what I'm saying? So I hate that I ain't got these niggas with me just to fucking be able to do what I could do right now. You know what I'm saying? So so that's my fucking only regret that I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't save them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, then, and what I mean by saving, like, if I was in a situation that I was in right now, we would have been gone. Cause we was ahead of the time, but you know, we doing shit and, 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 and not even knowing what the fuck we doing. I could have I could have been on a hundred houses like Sadat by now. Saying so I could have bought all the Katrina houses for five thousand dollars a piece. I had the means to fix them bitches for free. You know what I'm saying? I could have fixed all the houses fucking for free. And I would have been up, but you know what I want to do? Red monkeys, G nice clothes, take trips. Like the difference is, I know what the fuck going on now. So any dollar that I touch is a multiplying situation. Like I ain't, I ain't losing no more because I know, I know how money works. I know when to hold, I know when to spend, I know when to save, I know when to go with my move, and I pull back. Like right now. I bought this motherfucker, I ain't spending no more money than Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't spending no more money than Christmas, that's it. Well, I ain't buying no, come on, G-Nikes and white t-shirts all the way to Christmas, nothing else. You remember, so if you see me with the same clothes on, fuck you. That's it. <laughs> if you kiss, it always say, you know, if you rock the same clothes for a whole year, that means you were doing your thing. <laughs> on our fucking job, man. So, like, Living in a city in New Orleans and, you know, 20 plus years buying multiple foreign cars and different things like that. I want you to give some advice to somebody who's watching this interview like, man, I live in New Orleans. I don't really want, you know, but I really don't want to ride like that because it's dangerous. And like, you know, like right now we're in the middle of the city and you're in the Maybach. So, like, what's your advice to somebody who like think about holding back? Man, listen, you want to get one of these motherfuckers. So if you don't live it, you're going to die and everybody else will spend your money. So the best advice I can give you is stay strapped <laughs> and come outside and live your fucking life. That's 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 all I can tell you on that. Like I ain't holding back. I'm going on my fucking move. I want my third life anyway. I don't give a fuck. Gotcha. So tell us. I'm like, what's next for you? What's next for me is I'm gonna open up a big ass spot in Atlanta and um. Give it to Lil Boo, and I'm gonna get old and let that nigga take care of me. That's what's next. I'm old as a motherfucker, D. I ain't no young nigga no more. So, so everything on Lil Boo, back to him. Everything <laughs> on fucking Lil Boo. All you gotta do is sit back, give me my three years, and everything belongs to you. Cause that's that's just what it is, nigga. Fuck you already on all the accounts. You own everything. Everything in your name. Ain't nothing in my name. It's in your fucking name. So, chill out. Give me my three years. By the time you're 27, nigga, shit. Also, uh, but last but not least, tell the world, I'm like, what can they find you at on social media and um, everywhere else? You can find me at Big1525, Chill Boy Lounge. You can find me there. You can find me at Boo Winners. That's what it is.